This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Hallelujah. You want that to come back next week? Ah, well, no, come on, let's celebrate Jesus. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Well done, well done. Amen. It's time to hear the word of the Lord. And we are specially blessed to have in our midst um, a man who is very dear to me. He's one of our senior pastors in the Research Church of God in Scotland. He's the area pastor for area one or two. I keep mixing them. He's it's number two, area two. He's an author and he's a man of prayer. Charlie's got his books here today, so we'll talk about that later. So it's no other one, but all the way from Tori. Travel many miles from Tori. Pastor Dapo Olaorewajo. You can do better than that. Hallelujah. 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 Let's rise on our feet and lift our hands and worship the King of Kings. Give him praise, give him glory, give him honor, give him adoration. He's worthy of our praise. Exalt his holy name. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory. We worship you. What a mighty God you are. We give you glory. we give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, as we because you are wonderful. You are wonderful, you are wonderful. One more time. Fountain of love, let's lift our hands. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Because you are wonderful, you are wonderful, you are wonderful, you are marvelous, you are marvelous, you are marvelous. Mashagalaba, 
counting us worthy to be alive and to be well and to be your sanctuary on this special day father's day 2019 we do not take it for granted thank you for all the men that you have kept alive families that you have kept alive your church that you are doing great and mighty things our daddy and our mommy that you are using to be a blessing in this land father accept our thanks in the name of jesus lord we pray lord that you will reach out to us today and no one will go back the same way they came. And at the end of it all, King of Glory will return all the honor and adoration to your name. Thank you, mighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Please put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. As we have our seats in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I want to appreciate our daddy and mommy. Thank you so much for this opportunity the leadership of this house, the men, happy Father's Day, everyone. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Quickly, we go into the word of God. The title of our celebration today is Men Ought Always to Pray. Luke chapter 18. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 18, we'll read from verse 1. The book of Luke chapter 18 from verse 1, and he speak a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not faint, saying, There was in a city a judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward, he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her. Least by her continual coming, she weary me. Verse 6, Luke chapter 18, and the Lord said, Hear what this unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, that cries unto him night and day, though he be along with them? Verse 8, and I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. The Lord will avenge someone here speedily in the name of Jesus Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. Hallelujah. I believe that this passage that we have just read is one of the model of prayer. This was a parable from our Lord Jesus Christ. The passage is of the model for a triumphant and victorious prayer experience. Prayer is not about trying whether it will work. Prayer always works. Prayer is not about trying whether it will work. Some people say they are praying, but 
they are trying. Jesus gave us this model that when it comes to the subject of prayer, it works. If prayer seems not to work, it is not because God has failed to answer prayer. But there is something neglected or missing by us that we must fix. So whenever we pray and it seems that something did not happen, let's check our side because God is faithful. Hallelujah. But I believe God that our prayers going forward shall never be unanswered in the mighty name of Jesus. One thing that stood out in this passage is the solution was presented before the challenge. I don't know if we noticed that. The scripture opened itself up by saying, men ought always to pray, verse 1, and not faint, which means so, prayer, which is the solution to the challenges of life, situations of life, was the first thing that was mentioned before the challenge of that woman. Did anybody understand what I've just said? Because the problem was that the woman had an issue. He went to the person that's supposed to resolve it and all that and all that. And then God gave her victory. But God didn't put the challenge before the solution. He put the solution before the challenge. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. What do we need to pick from that point that I have made? No matter what is confronting us, let us not be problem-minded. Let us be solution-minded. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, There is no temptation that has taken us, but as is common to man. But God is faithful. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Who will not suffer us to be tempted above what we are able to bear? But with the same temptation also, he will make a way of escape. What that is saying is, to every challenge, there is already a solution that is provided. The solution to the challenge of that woman was by her side. And in this instance, she knew it and she took advantage of it. I pray no one here will run around with their solutions beside them, but not being able to see it in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we always reveal to you the way out in the name of Jesus. This is one of the things that set God out from man. According to Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10, he declares the end from the beginning. He knew how the matter was going to end. He knew what was going to solve the challenge and he presented it from the beginning. Hallelujah. To summarize that point, we are not to always put our challenges ahead of our solution. The second thing I would like to highlight from the passage that we have read is Jesus said in verse 1, men ought always to pray and not faint. But I thought it was a woman that prayed in that verse of scripture. Hallelujah. Because I'm aware that Jesus had addressed women by the agenda. But in this instance, he could have said, because I want to talk about a woman, women ought not 
to always faint but pray. Why did he use this language in this scripture? The reason I believe is because he was pointing our attention to something that is very important. The New International Version Translation, Luke chapter 18, verse 1, please. The version I have here said, Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. So the point here is that Jesus was using this woman as a model of what prayer should be. Cutting across gender, whether it's a woman that is praying or it's a man that is praying. That the way this woman prayed is the way a disciple should pray. Praise the Lord. I will try to recap it again. Old King James said, men ought always to pray and not faint. But in this version that we have up here, Jesus told his disciple a parable to show them. Hallelujah. So the kind of prayer that this woman prayed here is the model of the way that we should pray no matter what is confronting us. Hallelujah. I pray that we receive that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. We will not faint, but we will receive the grace to pray in the name of Jesus. So we can submit that Jesus used this prayer of this widow to challenge his disciples. And today we are his disciples. So whether male or female, what cut across is that as disciples of Jesus, there is a way we should confront our challenges. And there is a way we should go about in the place of prayer. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 13 verse 12 says, When Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from your infirmity. That is trying to validate what I've said, that Jesus have approached, have called people by their gender before. So I think the message we should go home with today from the expression of Jesus used in Luke chapter 18 verse 1 is, number one, there is something about this woman's attitude and approach to prayer that has an uncommon touch to it. There is something about her attitude, there is something about her approach that makes Jesus to validate a kind of prayer and said to his disciples, this is the way to pray. What is that attitude and approach? Verse 2, Luke chapter 18, verse 2, saying, There was a city, in a city, a judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. What can we pick from that? The character described in that verse 2. This woman was not intimidated, paralyzed, or perplexed, by the magnitude of what she was confronted with. A judge that fear not God, 
a judge that does not regard man. Is that not, does that not look like what we face in these days and age? But that woman refused to be intimidated. Somebody said, I refuse to be intimidated. She refused to be paralyzed. Somebody say, I refuse to be paralyzed. She refused to be perplexed. Somebody say, I will no longer be perplexed. By the magnitude of what? Our challenges or what she is confronted with. And that is in line with Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And we not doubt in his or her heart shall have whatsoever, she says. So this woman did not size up the mountain. She was not concerned about the size of the mountain. So as disciples, what Jesus was saying is that we are not to size up the mountain. We are to say irrespective of the size of the mountain. I don't know if I said that very well. The attitude and approach in prayer should have nothing to do with the size of the mountain, but for you to speak to the mountain. Hallelujah. And we see this in verse 3. Even though the man did not fear God, the man does not regard anyone, the woman went ahead in verse 3. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, Avenge me of my adversary. You know, some people come into prayer and they begin to go around the issue and go around the issue and God is saying, what do you want? Somebody say, speak. Somebody say, speak. Say what you want in the place of prayer is the first attitude and approach that we must have and never forget. I pray that God will bring us to that point that we no longer measure our God by the size of our challenges in the mighty name of Jesus. She was not intimidated by the, by, by the look of that man. Don't be intimidated by that report. With God, there's no big problem, there's no small problem. Mark chapter 11, 23 and 24 whosoever shall say, whosoever shall say, whosoever, anytime we are challenged, we are confronted, all we are asked to do is to say. I pray that the Lord King of Glory will help us in Jesus' name. The second approach and attitude that I see in this scripture about this woman, which our Lord Jesus was teaching his disciples and teaching us as is now disciple, is our boldness. Verse 3 said, she, she looked at the man and said, avenge me of my adversary. That's boldness. Prayer minus boldness equals guesswork. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Let us come boldly. When you are bold, you are already victorious on the altar of prayer. Boldness. 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 Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1 says, The wicked flee 
where no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1. The righteous is as bold as a lion. Which means when you are bold in the realm of the spirit, what comes out, what God sees is a lion. Hallelujah. And you remember that in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, the Bible describes the devil as a roaring lion, the one that looks like it. But we are the real lion because we are of the, the, the tribe of the lion of Judah. So when you are bold and you approach God in that likeness, you are depicting the character that subdues the challenge and the situation. Hallelujah. I pray that the Lord King of glory will embolden us in the name of Jesus. No wonder after he spoke to the disciples, as we saw in Luke chapter 18, and the ministry began from Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 14, verses 1 to 3, for time I won't be able to read everything, but I will read verse 3. Acts chapter 14, verse 3. Long time therefore abode they, talking about the disciples, speaking how? Boldly. Are we following this scripture, people of God? Long time therefore abode they, speaking boldly. Because of that boldness, church, let's read the next phrase together. In the law, which what? Gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Did anybody pick anything from that scripture? When you are bold with God, you command the grace that makes signs and wonders available. Somebody say boldness. Somebody say boldness. Don't let anything take your boldness away. It is not the size of the problem. It's the size of our God. Hallelujah. Number three thing we can pick from that woman is our consistency and confidence in God. Somebody say consistency and confidence. I believe that one of the challenges of prayer is our consistency. People approach God, but they already have a plan. The Lord gave me a word to say that one plan. Somebody say one plan. Somebody say one plan. This plan B thing is from the pit of hell. We must not have an alternative plan to God. When he is the only one we rely on, do you know something? People of God, he will show up. God will show up for you. I said God will show up for you in the name of Jesus. Where did this we our consistency and confidence from? Luke chapter 18, 4 to 5. The Bible said that he will not for a while, that is the judge, but after a while, afterward, he said within herself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, but because this widow troubled me. So there is a place in God that we can stand. That the challenge we say I have to bow now because this trouble is too much. Someone say, I can trouble my trouble. Now I need us to say confidently, I can trouble my trouble. Now say it in another way, I have what it takes to trouble my trouble. When two iron jams, one must bend. 
There's a place in prayer that makes you to be stronger than your enemy. If you will not bend, that situation will bow. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus, the grace to stand tall on the altar of prayer. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10 from 35. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Hebrews 10, 35. Cast not away your confidence. Cast not away. The confidence in God is our backbone to ride the issues and challenge of life. Cast not away your confidence. You don't know how, but you set to it in your heart that I know God will do it. I may not be able to explain it. Don't buy this generation that wants you to have explanation for everything. We may not know how, but we know God. Somebody say, I know God. Although the big fig tree may not blossom, there is a God that shows up when he sees your confidence. Is that not what he did for Shedra, Meshach, and Abednego? That God will show up this week for somebody in the name of Jesus. Where they turn you back, they are calling you to give you what belongs to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's finish this scripture. Which has a great recompense of reward 36, please. God bless you. Hallelujah. For you have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God. Somebody say, I receive grace for patience. That you may receive the promise. That you may receive your answer. Verse 37. For yet a little while. He that should come will come and not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. Not by what they see. Not by what is happening. What do, not they are told by their doctors. What their bank account is saying. The just shall live by faith. But if any man should slack. To say wait a minute. Let's apply wisdom. If any man should drop back, what did God say? Church, let's read it together. My soul shall have no pleasure in him. From today, God will have pleasure in you. Verse 39, I love that scripture. We are not of them that draw back to perdition, but of them that believe to the saving. Sir, those who say, if I perish, I perish. I've noticed they don't perish. Come rain, come shine, high water, wind blowing, everything. If you will stand, God will stand with you. Somebody say, I refuse to bow. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Now let me jump quickly and then look at a scripture that I want to relate to that Luke chapter 18. It's Father's Day. And then put a message in the hand of our fathers. Hallelujah. First John chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. First John chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Hallelujah. What is it that we want to see from this verse of scripture? Two things from those two verses of scripture. Number one, when men resolve to pray, 
based on their God-given potential, ability, and capacity, we will overthrow and overturn the wickedness of the wicked. Did that not stand out in that Luke chapter 18? That woman took a man figure and said, I refuse to look at this wicked man. There is something in me as I engage God that has what it takes to overturn the wickedness of the wicked. Somebody said the wickedness of the wicked can be overturned by the power of prayer. Father, I receive the grace as a man figure in my family not to allow any wickedness to thrive anymore. In the name of Jesus. Psalm chapter 7, verses 6 to 11. Sir, don't let them give you any report concerning your child and you are looking. You can overturn it. Somebody say, I can overturn it. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 7, verses 6 to 11. For time again, I won't be able to read everything, but I gave us that for our blessing. But verse 11 says, God judges the righteous. And God is angry with the wicked every day. The reason I read this scripture is we need to know what is working to our advantage. God is angry with the wicked every day. And God judges the righteous. Look at that scripture this way. God is on the side of the righteous. We never be on the side of the wicked. So as long as you can summarize an issue and say this is wickedness, know that God is on your side. Hallelujah. Medical reports that is not supposed to be your report is wickedness. And any other thing that you can fill in the gap. Lord, your word says you are angry with the wicked every day. Show yourself. That is the capacity, the ability that we have upon which we can stand and overturn. Somebody say I will overturn. The wickedness of the wicked. In my family I will stand. In my generation I will stand. In my land I will stand. At that workplace, I will stand. And no wickedness will thrive in the name of Jesus. Now, let me say what the Holy Spirit said to me. The reason why God planted you there is so that no wickedness should thrive. You could be the only one standing and a thousand by the other side. God is with you. Hallelujah. I pray that the Lord King of glory will help us in Jesus' name. Do you know this is the mystery with which David brought down the head of Goliath? Every other person was afraid. But David spotted something. This is wickedness. For a man to come from nowhere and be speaking against the people of God. If I fight him, God will fight him with me. Somebody say, I'm not alone. Somebody say, I'm not alone. First Samuel chapter 4 verse 9 says, First Samuel chapter 4 verse 9, Be strong 
and quit yourself like men, O ye Philistines, that ye be no servant unto the Hebrews. People of God, this scripture is for us. There are certain things that we are servants to. God sent me to say that don't be servant to them anymore. Quit. You have what it takes. Fight. Hallelujah. As they have been to you, the last phrase said, quit yourself like men and fight. I pray that a fighting unction rest upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. What belongs to us will not be stolen from us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. The second thing from that first Samuel, uh, first John chapter 2, it should be verse 14 now, first John chapter 2, that I want us to see, verse 14, is that prayers that we command immediate attention and answers from God must be supplied per time with the required energy and strength. Prayers that we command immediate attention and answers from God must be supplied per time with the required energy and strength. The way this woman prayed, you knew or you will know that she was meant, she meant business. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus validated her prayer in Luke chapter 18 verse 1 by saying, men ought always not to just pray, but pray with strength. The opposite of to faint is to have strength. For if thou faint in the day of adversity, it's because your strength is small. The church is no longer praying with strength. That's why the enemy is having a free day. We pray our mind is not in the prayer. We pray we are not standing on scripture. Those are the things that energizes prayer. Hallelujah. We pray with a purpose. I've said two things. I'm saying the third one. We pray with focus. We pray with vision. We pray with purpose. We pray with passion. We pray with passion. We pray with passion. Not the prayer of if God likes, let him do it. Lord, let your will be done. I understand that bit. And I agree to that bit. But that you should suffer loss in your family is not the will of God. You can stand. Men say we will stand in the name of Jesus. So I've said five things. Let me say it again. We pray with focus. We shut down every distraction. We pray with passion. We pray with vision. To pray with vision means even though the issue has not changed, you see it change. You pray with the end in view. You pray with purpose. I am on assignment. I refuse to be distracted. Hallelujah. That is the model of the prayer of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 41 to 46, which is side by side with that of that woman. Seven times. He told the servant, go and check, nothing. Go and check, nothing. Go and check, nothing. He knew that if he refused to give up, God will show up. That's somebody's word. If you refuse to give up, God will do what? Rise on your feet and say, when I refuse to give up, God will show up. 
When I refuse to give up, my God will show up. Prayer is a not about trying. Please let's say together, prayer is not about trying. Prayer is about working with God. By his word. I receive the grace. Not to be slack. Not to be slothful. On the altar of prayer. I will pray with vision. I will pray with passion. I will pray with purpose. I will pray with focus. In the name of Jesus. Father. I receive grace. Above every distraction. On my altar of prayer. I receive grace. To be strong. On my altar of prayer. I receive grace. Not to give room to the devil. To steal anything from me. In the name of Jesus. Father, baptize me afresh. With the grace to pray. Go ahead and begin to speak to the Lord. Father, baptize us afresh with the grace to pray. Baptize us afresh. Baptize us afresh. Baptize us afresh. Baptize us afresh. Thank you, Almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Heavenly Father, I ask that you will strengthen every feeble knees here today in the name of Jesus. You, you said in your word, my house, my people shall be called the house of prayer. I pray, Lord King of glory, let this become the lot of our family and our testimonies in the name of Jesus. Everything that the enemy has stolen from us. We take them back by the grace of prayer that we have received today in the name of Jesus. We will not suffer defeat again in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for all the men celebrating today. That the unction to stand like the Elijah of old. To defend their territory, to defend their family. Let it rest upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, before we have our seats, please let's close our eyes. We want to give opportunity to anyone that is in the house today. When Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, he said, Say, our Father, relationship is the beginning of a triumphant and victorious prayer life. If you are here, you know that you know it, that you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus and you want to make that right. Or maybe you used to be a child of God, something happened and that relationship has been severed and you want to say, Lord Jesus, I'm returning back to you. You know you have been defeated in your prayer life. It is because the relationship is not there. Is there anyone like that? If anyone is in the house today that want to make their way right with the Lord, please just wave your hands. There's anyone that wants to say, Lord Jesus, I'm coming to you on this special day. 2019 Father's Day celebration. There's anyone like that? I want to pray with you because I know that the Lord sent this word because of you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. Our prayer altar has been repaired. And we pray, Lord King of glory, we begin to see your fire fall. 
and we begin to see testimonies abound to the glory of your name. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Please let's put our hands together for the Lord as we have our seats. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.